Blog Talk Radio. And 
what I experienced were people that were genuinely, without knowing me and knowing my background and knowing where I came from and, and just having a glimpse of my intention, how absolutely willing they were to make sure I succeed. I succeed, the group of people that I'm going to be leading is going to succeed. And I loved that. I really did. I enjoyed that that I wasn't the one carrying what I call the big energy. And, it, and it, you know, that's, that's honestly what I experience on a pretty regular basis that I, um, I so oftentimes am the one uh, carrying the energy. And it, was, it was refreshing to see people around me that, um, that have energy, that big energy, that have um, big intentions, that, that I, they're the kind of people that I wouldn't have to make a phone call to or send an email to to get them lit up and fired up. It doesn't mean we all don't have some of our down days or something like that. And it's also refreshing for me to be around people that have got a vision, have got a mission, that are clear about it. They're action takers. Um, they take initiative and they, they do something when they see something needs to be done. I love being around that. I'm not, I'm not suggesting I'm anything special or bigger or better than at all. And what I have grown to become is someone that does not wait around for things to happen. Someone that um, that you know does take action and does take initiative and, and has a lot of energy and works on creating vision and mission in my life that I can I can operate from and behind. And so for me the, creating these relationships in a very short period of time that I know we're going to better carry on beyond this weekend and looking forward to some of the work and some of the challenges that as an organization Hobie has up, you know, they're, they're going up against and, uh, and the region that I'll be supporting out here on the West Coast. It, the, the knowing that these relationships will indeed carry on these four days is a, is a big, big deal. And they're the kind of people that I really want to be associated with. And that's what we're going to talk about today is relationships and how, how relationships really do, and I, I don't mean to sound cliche, but this may sound cliche, too bad. Relationships do make or break whatever it is that we're going after, whatever it is that we're, you know, our endeavors are. You know, I heard in a speech years ago that we are, social beings that are ultimately alone in the universe. So ultimately alone in the universe. So when we decide to leave this planet, whether it's, well, it's always by choice, but however it is we choose to leave this planet, we will go off into alonedom, right? Now, we won't be human beings then, so we won't feel alone. We'll just go into our aloneness. And, and whatever the hell you believe, right? This is what I believe. So, so while we're here, though, we are social beings. We are meant to be with others. We are meant to thrive being with others. And I use that word thrive very intentionally because I hear the word survive put out so often. And, and survive is just we're, we're trying to get through and, and, and survive this life somehow, which, by the way, one, we're never going to survive this life, and the other is we're not truly living. We're not truly living large, if I can go back to my words, and we're not thriving in our lives. 
if we're not being careful with the relationships that we choose to, to be in. And, and I'm going to be talking about relationships across the board. This weekend for me, it was about building social relationships and potential business relationships that are incredibly important. And if I'm going to be a social being working on a social cause out there, I need to be thoughtful about the people that I'm going to surround myself with. And am I going to surround myself with people that are going to be on board with the cause and they're going to do their work, their energy, their efforts, they're taking their own initiatives, or am I going to have to be, you know, carrying them? Am I going to have to be building them up on a regular basis? It, that's going to be incredibly important. So as I'm out here in California looking to be building our our corporate board and, and adding members to it, it's going to be incredibly important that the people that I choose to bring on board are going to be people that are going to help me to thrive, help this movement, this organization to thrive, and they're not going to take any part of it away. And so I, it's important that we be very, very thoughtful about the people we're going to choose to be in relationship with. Now, part of what I'm talking about right now are the areas where we truly get to choose. We get to choose who we're going to work with you know, most times. In my world, certainly the case. In fact, in, in most of your world, you, you, you get to choose who you're going to uh, employ for your business or who you're, um, if, if part of your work is your volunteer work, who it is you're going to choose to align yourself with, what causes what people. We get to make those choices. When you go out there and are part of networking groups or business referral groups, you get to choose who you're going to be in relationship with in these groups. That's important that we choose wisely. Sometimes what happens is we're, we, we so want to be part of, we're, we're not choosing wisely, and we'll just go along with and become part of the first group that asks us to become a part of it. Or as we're trying to get people, we just want to get people and get numbers. You know, I was recently part of a business referral group, and I, I heard one woman who you know, led her chapter say, we just go for numbers. We go for numbers, go for numbers, and you know, we and then we, you know, use the proverbial, throw them up against the wall and see who sticks. You know, and I, the, even when I heard that, I kind of cringed inside, going, "I'm not interested in having everybody be a part of my group. There's some people I don't want there. There's some people I have no interest in doing business with. There are some people." Sorry about that, folks. Hope you hope you stayed in there right there. Uh, where the hell was I? My line dropped. Um, so when we're yeah, there's some people I I I wouldn't want to um, I wouldn't want to be in a referral a business referral relationship with, and that may sound harsh. And your business is your livelihood. My business is my livelihood. I want to be very very thoughtful about who I connect up with people that are going to represent me and people that I'm going to be able to go out and say, here's one of my associations and feel good about that. It's important to be prudent about that, especially when we're talking about business. And it doesn't mean that we're, we're neglecting others. It doesn't mean that we're saying we're better than others. What we're doing is we're, we're taking a look at what relationships are going to help elevate us, whether it be our business, our hearts, our spirits, our families, our friends, whatever that is. We want our relationships to be feel-good, 
and not bummers and drags and, and melt us down kind of relationships. So what I invite you to take a look at in your life and in who it is that you're, you're surrounding yourself with, who are your people, um, it, it's, it's important that when we look at, at all relationships, is obviously we know there are different levels of relationships. There, there's relationships out there that are what, what are called incidental. Um, and and don't and don't have uh, don't have a great impact on us one way or another. And if we take a, uh, even a closer look at it, though, they do. So one of the examples would be uh, my local supermarket. You know, I go to my supermarket, and there's my local market there, and I pretty much see the same guys and gals there. You know, they're either taking my money or bagging my groceries, and and we have we have just a real brief encounter right there. Now, that relationship's not going to have a huge impact on my day. And yet, that, that relationship may dictate who it is that I do my business with. So if I go into my, my local market and I get treated with great friendly service and, you know, did you find everything today and how are things going and we, we develop a little bit of knownness, I, I'm going to continue to do shopping with them as long as I keep the prices, you know, in range. But I'll, I'll continue to do business with them. Now, if I if the relationship when I go in there, I find that they're grumpy, they're just not very helpful. Every time I ask them a question, it's no, we can't do that. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, it's not going to have a great impact on my day. But I'm thinking, you know, maybe I want to take my business elsewhere. I'm not enjoying this experience with these relationships. I'm not, I'm not enjoying this. And so even those relationships have an impact, and it's important that we we be thoughtful about even those relationships. If I'm banking, I want to make sure that my, my banking uh, relationships are feel-good relationships. When I go to my dentist, I want it to be a feel-good relationship, Where, wherever it is that I'm doing business. Um, I, have, I have gone through, you know, primary health care providers and gone through one doctor after another until I find one that I, number one, I think they're an expert and they're going to, be, they're going to serve me well, and I enjoy being with them. If I don't enjoy being with them, and they start asking me these very personal probing questions, I'm going, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be telling you this stuff. And, I, and so even those relationships that are, you know, less significant, not that they're not important, but they're less significant, it's important to be thoughtful about who we're going to be in relationship with. So I've talked a, a lot about, well, not a lot about, but I, I initially started about really talking about, you know, our social involvement out there. And I would invite you to take a look at your business. Look at all your business relationships, the people you work with, work for, that work for you. And it even means your client base. You know, I've, I've heard so often that for some people, they'll hold on to these really pain-in-the-ass clients because they bring them money. And there's a thing that we've got to weigh out ultimately. Is this person creating actually me more stress in my life? And I'm spending far more time having to take care of them, and I'm taking a look at my real return on investment and there may be that you're not getting out of this what you're putting into this thing. And you're having to work real hard with maybe someone who's just an ass, is demanding, and yet you're not getting a lot of business out of them. Not that nothing's compensating for all that. So I'm suggesting it's, it's important that you even have on board clients that you enjoy being in a relationship with. And those that create stress and are not fun, you may want to consider not doing business with them and refer them out somewhere else. Now, that may be completely counter to, to what you've imagined business is. You go, wait a minute, well, we've got to make money in our business. Yes, we do. 
And we also have to maintain our sanity, and we have to feel good about our business. And, and part of feeling good about our business is bringing on clients we enjoy working with. And, and let me tell you, when my whole attitude is up and my whole attitude is, man, I have the best customers on the planet, I'm going to draw more customers. I'll draw a bunch more just like them. There's a bunch of them out there. And I'm not going to do business with someone that is flat out, unfun, unfriendly, um, toxic. I'm not going to do business with a person like that. I'm going to set boundaries around that and go, you know what, I don't need this. I do not because there's so many other people out there that do want what I have to offer and are going to be thoroughly enjoyable to do business with. And let me tell you, some of my best relationships are my business relationships. There is, you know, obviously they start, we're talking about money and service and contracts and all that stuff right there. But, but I've gotten to know all of my clients on a certain level and allow myself to be known. And, and they're enjoyable to do business with. And that doesn't mean that we're all alike and there's nothing about them that's not a little nutty or, or quirky and all that. That's all cool. That's what all makes us all beautiful. And I enjoy every time I meet with them and, and we go on and do our thing like that. And that's, that's going to include also the, the colleagues that I'm going to associate with out there. It's important that those people out there are people I absolutely love being around and represent me well. Now, that's a big deal when we're talking about business and reputation. When you're out there in the world, you want to be careful about who it is that you're going to be associating with and people are going to associate when they think of you, your brand, your services. So you want to be thoughtful about who it is that you bring into your circle. And, and honestly, you don't let anybody into your circle. You have a reputation. And sometimes you're going to gain and lose business based on your reputation and who you're hanging out with out there. So you want to consider that. So beyond the feel good, the people you want to be working with, you want to be working with people that are going to make you look good too. And then the other thing about relationships in business are people that are follow-through people, that are people of integrity, the people that, that you know, hey, Rob, I'm going to bring you some business and really follow through and do that. Um, you want to make sure that the, the business relationships are reciprocal, that there's give and take on both sides. And it doesn't mean tit for tat. What it does mean that is if I'm on a regular basis referring people to, to one of my customers out there or one of my business colleagues, I want them to consider you know, people that may be a good fit for my end over here. And again, there may be periods of time where there is none, but there may come a time when suddenly someone says something and, and he goes, you know, you know, Rob's going to be the guy for you. Let me go ahead and set you guys up. So we want to make sure that there's those kind of relationships out there. And so that, that's kind of the business side of it. And then we talk about our um, friends and, and the people we, we kind of hang out with on a regular basis. You know, it's important that those people be people that really do uplift you, that are feel good. You know, I had a friend years ago who every time we had any kind of distance in time when we, went, when we didn't communicate with one another, I would get either a call or a card or something that says, Rob, what's the problem? How come I haven't heard from you? And I remember thinking, shit, man, you know, I haven't heard from you and I'm okay. And I do have friends today and you probably have friends today that even years can go by. I had a great friend, Derek, who I have been friends with for a couple of decades, and, you know, I saw, I, I haven't heard from Derek in, man, three, four, five years. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a while, but maybe not that long. Well, maybe it has been that long. I don't know. 
Anyway, so I saw him on Facebook, and I went out there and reached out, and he gave me a call that same afternoon, and we had this beautiful talk, which has always been the case with us. It's never mattered how much time has gone by. Just whenever we get together, it's like, damn, it's good to hear from you. That's uplifting. And so this friend of mine from years ago that used to lay this heavy thing on me, I finally had to say, I can't do this with you, man. I'm going to fail in friendship with you all the time because I'm not one of those pick up the phone every day and call everybody or every week. Now, I'm working to do better at, at, at recognizing and acknowledging my good friendships. I really am, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm not great at it. And, and the reality is, like many of you out there, life is busy. And, you know, and I'm not always going to get to everybody, and I'm going to trust that we're okay in the interim. And, and, if, and if we're not, I'm going to trust something that's only going to say something. We're also going to have some understanding and just, you know, have that not be such a big, big deal. So we want to pick those, we want to pick good relationships out there. And if, and if friend relationships based on either that kind of scenario or there's negativity or there's gossiping, there's anything that's bringing down the quality of the relationship, you know, I'm a big fan of having a talk with that person saying, you know, this shit's got to stop. I don't know that I want to do this. I don't want to hang out. This is not fun for me. And so it's important that we take a look at all those relationships out there that we're around. Are they lifting us up or are they bringing us down? And if they're bringing us down, move on. Move on. It's not being negative. It's not being crass. It's not being um, better than you. What it's suggesting is I've got one life, and I want to live it well, and I want to have fun, and I want it to be uplifting spiritually and emotionally, and I don't want you dragging my life down. That's what it's saying. And now let's look at family, family. Now, the one thing we can't do is family is get rid of them, right? Sometimes we wish we could, but we can't get rid of them. And no, I really don't mean that either. Sometimes I wish they would act differently, right? And and family is family. What we can do with family is set boundaries around the relationships. So if you've got a negative parent, a negative sibling, a negative child, you know what? It's okay to say, you know what? Time out on the negativity, man. I don't want to be hearing that stuff. I really don't. And if you're going to be around, I don't want to hear that stuff. Uh, I had someone close to me in my family used to question what I did for a living because it wasn't real work. I don't have calluses on my hands. I have a a few from working out, but they weren't from work. And if I wasn't getting dirty and if I wasn't working up a sweat and if I wasn't earning a good day's wage and working for it, then my work wasn't valid or legitimate. There got to be a point when I had to let that person know, I don't want to hear that anymore. I'm okay that you don't agree with what I do. I'm great with that, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's not part of the conversation anymore. And if it is, you can't come around. If you want to come around, talk about anything else, right? But leave that one out. And it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to set boundaries for the family. Whether it means boundaries about what the conversations are going to be or maybe boundaries about, you know what, right now I just need to time out from you because you're a drag. Um, You're negative. You're talking about everybody. Um, Whatever that is, you criticize and judge me. I don't want that. I don't need that around me. And it's okay to say, I don't want to do you right now. And if you're going to come on over here, you're not going to talk about that, whatever that is. So family we're stuck with, and we can learn to set boundaries so that we don't have to subject ourselves to negativity, subject ourselves to whatever may be bringing us down, being in a relationship with them. 
And now finally I want to talk about our significant relationship. Gang, our significant relationship, that, that person in our life, our guy or our gal, they got to be our best friend. They really do have to be the one that when, when all else is gray and dusty and we've gotten our ass kicked out there by clients and the world and the economy and, you know, the, the next no, we got to have one person on the, on the planet and our kids are giving us grief, right? We can have one person, our go-to person, that is uplifting, that is understanding, that's loving, that's compassionate, that allows us to be our beautiful selves and our ugly selves and everything else about us. And and there's no judgment, and there's no there's no there's no part of us that has to be anything. And and I'm not talking about the ideal perfect relationship because we've all got our crap, we've all got our wounds, we've all got our stuff but someone that you can work through that stuff with. And, gang, if you're with someone where you're not getting all that, you know, the hardest thing in the world, especially with that relationship right there, is is moving on if that's what really needs to happen. You know, and I'm not suggesting just quit. I'm suggesting get in there and go, this isn't working for me. Let's, let's talk to someone to help sort this stuff out because I need this and this is not what I'm getting. But, gang, if, if you've done that, if you've, if you've identified those areas, you may have gone and talked with someone. You may have done some personal work, and you come out of it, and it's still not feeling good. It's still not getting what you want. It's not better to be with someone and miserable than without and a little lonely. And I say a little lonely. We'll get over that. We really will. So if that's a relationship that is bringing you down, and it could be bringing down your health, bringing down your emotional well-being, bringing down your joy, bringing down your thriving in life. And then, not only on top of that, then you've got to drop in and do battles in the world. And, you know, I know from experience, having been with the wrong person along the way, what it's like going out there to do battle, knowing I've got no support on the home front, and I go out there and I'm slaying dragons and I'm just getting my butt kicked by the world and I got no safe haven to go back to. I got none. That, that's, that's the hard gig right there. And yet we have incredible resilience and we can put ourselves through it and go and go and go and go. And the reality is we may need to move on. We may need to, to be without until we find that right person. I'm blessed I've got that person in my life. And she just didn't show up when I turned 18 and, and went out there in the world. You know, it was after I got to be 40 years old. I was 40-something anyway. But So it, if if you haven't gotten that number one, and that number one is not that feel-good, and you've done the work, and maybe you haven't done the work, maybe you need to get in there and do some work. And by the way, I'm, I'm clear that I'm, I'm close to running out of time here. So, so here's the deal, gang. I know we ran a little long today, but relationships are, are just such a big, big deal. They are success or they are not success. They are uplifting or they are dragging us down. Evaluate all your relationships. Take a look at them all. Maybe you need to have some conversations. Maybe you need to start doing some eliminating. Maybe you need to start doing some, doing some cleaning out. And maybe you need to find some new relationships, finding new friends, finding new business associates, finding new groups of people to be a part of, people that are uplifting, people that are um, encouraging people that are on a path that you want to be on, people that have some of the same values that you have and you just love being around them, people that can hold you when you're maybe not your tip-top and you need some inspiration. 
and people that 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 maybe will want the same from you that you feel good about lifting them up because you know that there's someone that that's in your corner when things are down for you. We need to surround ourselves with every, in every aspect of our life with those kind of relationships. And I'm going to tell you today, I have got some of the best best relationships that a, a man could want or a woman could want with my wife, and it starts with her. She's number one. And then I've got groups that I'm a part of, the Boys to Men Mentoring Network. Craig and Joe and his whole team right there, they're guys and gals I want to be a part of. I recently um, connected with uh, Hobie International, H-O-B-Y, and I'll be working with you at a California group. What a great energetic group of people, not only locally here but nationally and internationally. It's a group of people I want to hang out with and spend more time with. My business associate in uh, C3 with, with uh, Troy and Gina, they are so much fun to do business with, and we collaborate, and we help create business for one another. And, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a conversation I look forward to having. And, I'm not, and, there's, and there's a bunch more out there, a bunch, bunch more, so I'm not meaning to not include anyone. So with that, evaluate your relationships, and maybe you need to start setting some boundaries and eliminating and cleaning out, and maybe you need to start bringing on those people that are going to help create value for you in your life. All right, this thing's about ready to kick me off. So with that, I want to say thank you so much for joining the program this morning. Let me know if there's any way I can support you out there. My email, rob 2 bs at theleadershipsource.com. My phone, 951-834-5323. And you can go to my website, the Leadership Source or Rob Braun, and let me know how I can support you. With that, have a fantastic week. Lead your life large. This is Rob Braun saying thanks for being a part of this. Bye-bye now.